I'm Melly, and this is the side part to my skinny jeans trinket, and this is Go Ask Auntie. god that's fantastic not as good as last week oh. i kind of loved last week you guys had like this pause while you guys tried to figure out if i had on purpose made a crabs joke <laughs> if you look at the audio i stopped talking and then there's just dead silence for like 15 seconds while you all go did she do that on purpose like like almost crickets you know <laughs> Uh, today we are here with Joshua Stafford, who is a fantastic performer. I've known him many, many years uh, with his magic and his globe walking and his um, just amazing firework. Uh, and he is here to tell us some fabulous stories of being on the road, because I know you've got some good ones. I do, in fact. When I put out the call out, all I needed to see was gorilla suit to know that uh, you were on the top of the list of people to invite. <laughs> uh, what's up with the gorilla suit? <laughs> um, I've been in my pajamas for about a year and a half. I don't know about you yeah, guys, same. but yep. You know, um, although they are marvelous with every Marvel superhero <laughs> I know upon them, awesome. and I do look marvelous in my pajamas. Honey, was... you look marvelous anytime. Well, thanks, darling. But it was it was definitely one of the best gifts that I ever got from from Rebecca was these was these marvelous pajamas and you know and then the, and I woke up in the middle of the night and she was wearing the same one. So now every night before we go to bed is like, should we get marvelous? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. When I was in clown college, um, there was kind of a tradition. Every time I, first of all, everything that I created in clown college was too sick for Ringling Brothers. And they would always say, save it for the Midnight Circus. I asked, well, what is the Midnight Circus, right? And they were like, well, it doesn't exist. But we would kind of, when we were taking our makeup off, we would rub these baby oil rags over our face and we'd be like, welcome to the Midnight Circus. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Uh, a few years later, I ended up working at... Uh, at Great America Six Flags theme park uh, just being a clown scaring people and then also putting on an evil circus show in the park and one of the guys that worked with us was Carl and he had an ape suit that he just brought and we never made any use of this ape suit but it stayed at my house and it went into my wizard's closet where all my costumes are Um, anyway Years later, um, I've really stopped being a clown, and I have done my main gigs, which is A, being a bird man, and that is walking on a rolling globe, and uh, uh, using fans for wings, as well as now Wings of Isis, and dressed as a bird, and doing magic as a bird, uh, in a sort of Circle Street magic act, and being Jeremiah Wiggins, the human ambassador of the fairies, uh, carrying a mushroom around at first on my head, now pushed around in a cart and doing close-up magic around the mushroom and or telling stories. Anyway, um, um, I'm at the Florida Renaissance Festival 
And when I get there, um, I'm told that I uh, that there is a trade show that I could do, and I could earn quite a bit of money. But I need to be a clown. Well, I haven't been a clown now in a couple of years, and I need to be not my evil clown, but my sweet clown look. <laughs> and so I need all my clown gear mailed out to me. So I, uh, I call my roommate, Steve, and I tell him that I need all my clown gear sent out to me. And he sends me out a box and I get it at the Florida Renaissance Festival. I open it up, and it's supposed to have, you know, my clown costume, my wig, my wizard's clown hat, and my makeup. And when I open it up, the first thing I see is my ape suit. <laughs> and Which is not my ape suit. It's Carl's ape suit, this clown that I worked with a long time ago. And he had just kind of left his ape suit behind at my house, you know. And I flip the f*** out, and I run to a payphone. So I go, Steve, what the hell? Why did you send me the ape suit? And he's like, dig through it. I just put it on top. And I got mad at him. I went, Steve, I live in a premium of space. <laughs> I live in a van. What the hell are you doing sending my ape suit? And he goes, there was room for it in the box, and I thought it'd be funny. Right, man. Okay, great. That's the best reason to do something. Sure, it was funny, right? You know, you know, Vinja visions of Rocket Raccoon right now, right? But anyway, I am uh, driving home, and my vehicle starts behaving like Christine. <laughs> just shorting out left and right, just like I would turn the vehicle on and then the vehicle would go on and off and then the radio would come on and oh, the lights no. flicker and so they fixed my vehicle you know its electric issues were really nothing the fact was is that uh, the transmission was on its last legs and I didn't know that and I was on my way home after the Florida Renaissance Festival had ended and it was only a five-week show that actually the run, most of which was in January. So it was the middle of February, and I was headed towards back to Chicago. Um, and so I'm cruising through Indiana, and it is about negative 30-degree wind chill. Suddenly, I begin to lose power. And I think, Jesus Christ, I thought I resolved my power issues. But really, what the issue was, was that I was slowing down because my transmission was showing it's the end, and here I am in negative 30-degree wind chill. And so, at first, I think, okay, well, cool. Now, this is 1996 or 97. I don't have a cell phone. I realize here I was stranded. Um, so, in order to flag somebody down, I basically pulled out my juggling torches, and I lit them up and tried to get somebody's attention. And some guy did pull over, in fact, and he let me use his cell phone, uh, but I didn't have the mile marker correct on where I was. And neither one of us did. I think he might have known. He left the scene, and I sat there, and I waited, and I started up the stove in the back of the van to keep warm. The fire began to die out. Similarly so, because I had no power, the lights on the front of the vehicle were beginning to die out. 
and I'm like, Jesus Christ, even if somebody does come, they're not going to be able to see me. And I'm going to die here. I ran outside again to take a look, and I realized that I could see lights off in the distance. There was uh, there was a service station I could possibly make it to. Um, Civilization! Except for that it was really fucking cold. And so I ran, started running towards it, and realized I wasn't going to make it because of how cold it was. And so I went back into the van. So the only choice really was to try and make it to that gas station. And I ran back into the van, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I need another layer, and I need something for my face. And then I saw that ape suit. (laughs) And I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, I was pissed, but that ape suit is going to save my life. And so I put that ape suit on, and I, you know, and I put the mask over my face, and then I ran out again, and I realized that I, I couldn't see well, and so, uh, and so my solution to that was a miner's helmet. So, um, because, because those headlights annoy, which you strap on, annoy my head, and I found this miner's helmet, and I thought it was fun, right? So anyway, so I had this ape suit and a miner's helmet, you know, and. And I knew I looked completely ridiculous, but it was exactly what I needed to survive in this situation. Um, And so I just started running (laughs) down the road like this industrial soccer squad. Um, (laughs) Through the blazing cold (laughs) and freaking out, going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I didn't actually make it to, to the service station because a trucker stopped and pulled over all he said to this weird industrial ape was that your rig back there took off took off my face and i said yeah i said do you need a ride i went yeah and i got inside and and all he said to me he goes that looks warm (laughs) no because he wasn't you know, to this trucker's credit, he realized what a desperate situation I was in. He wasn't going to make fun of me for my improvisations as to how to survive. Well, plus, by picking you up, he could verify the story later on. Because if you just drive by, then later on, you're the crazy guy who's talking about the ape with a light that he saw running down the highway. <laughs> you can tell somebody what it was. So, um, I, you know, and I, I got to uh, the truck stop. And... You know, I can't remember the series of phone calls that I made or how I made it make it, but I managed to figure out that that my rig had been picked up. You know, when I got to a hotel room, I was able to reclaim Vader and drive it for another few years, you know, although it continued to be a rolling death trap. Um, and, and, and I nearly lost my life in it several other times as well. So, um, wow. so anyway. So yeah, so that's the story of of the ape suit and the Death Star escape pod number four twenty, I guess. Um, <laughs> I just love that the trucker had probably seen Stranger. Yes. <laughs> so he just he, he did not, you know. I mean, he just he was totally cool. He just took it in. Just said, "That's your rig." <laughs> yep. You know. Um, so why why is it Vader and Death Star? <laughs> What's up with that? Had had. Horrible travel luck. 
I think one thing that friends have always said, you know, oh, is that I'm probably the worst person to travel with. Uh, one point in time, I remember my friend Ton was going on a road trip with me, and, and Jake said, you're traveling with Schwa? And he went, yeah, that's bold. <laughs> anyway, um, I had just lost my van Monstro, which was a conversion van, and its transmission had blown out, um, and I had just gone through hell fixing its transmission, and I sold it to my friend Karen. That's ironic. Uh, but initially, I was looking for a, uh, for a new van, and there I was at the Ohio Renaissance Festival, and my friend Dexter said, "Hey, I think there's a van you should check out. It's an R. It's an RV thing. It's, it's a '78 Trans van. I think it'd be perfect for you." And we're driving by it, and I see it. And just my eyes light up. Because this thing is shaped like a spaceship, and it's got a bell frame, and Darth Vader is on the wheel cap. <laughs> and I go, it's got Darth Vader on the wheel cap. And he goes, and Dexter looks at me, he's like, you're probably going to buy it just for that, aren't you? And he's like, maybe. And he says, well, let's check it out, first of all. And we're with his son, Javar, who is about five at that point in time, maybe four. And we go into the back of the van, and... And Javar sits down on the couch inside the van, and his feet don't even reach the edge of the couch. And he's like, look, Dad, shelves for stuffs. <laughs> and, and then Dexter looks at me, and he goes, yeah, he needs that, knowing my living situation and knowing my storage issues. Javar looks over at me, and he's like, Joshua, I think you should buy this van. And I was like, really, Javar? On your advice, I will. <laughs> and Dexter's like, really? My kid told you to buy it, and so you're going to buy it? And I was like, absolutely, I think so. And he goes, do you think I should? And he goes, no, I absolutely think you need to change your living situation. So Dexter loans me the money to buy the van, half of it, right? I've got half of it myself, and he loans me the other half. And I am uh, sitting in the dealer's office, and I'm like, i got to warn you. My buddy is probably going to pay you in singles <laughs> and he's like singles i'm like yeah um because dexter's a rope walker he makes a buttload of money in singles and he always likes to buy things big things with it right so he comes in with a bunch of massive padded envelopes full of singles and we buy half this rv with that and i get the other half to him later on and uh anyway so I've got this spaceship-looking RV that has an air conditioner on top that's massive. I went to go do the typical go out on errands on Friday, as you always do, on the weekend before a Renaissance Festival. And while I was out on errands, and I think I was particularly nervous, um, I, I missed a turn, and I had to do... I had to turn around, and there wasn't enough room to turn around the street, so I turned around, around in the parking lot of a restaurant, and I drove right underneath the awning of uh. this restaurant. It looked certainly like I could clear the awning. Of course, my air conditioner couldn't. Yeah, I don't get to oh, every time. So I, <laughs> so I smashed right into this awning, knocked the awning down, 
and came out and I talked to the mem- guy from the restaurant. We talked about what it was going to re- going to replace the would cost to replace the awning. He's like, hey, I don't have the money now. Please don't call my insurance. And they said, well, why not? And I said, well, because obviously, this is the case of me being really stupid. <laughs> and he goes, you are stupid. <laughs> And I went, that's true, but what, I'm, but what I'm asking you to do is please not my let my insurance company know that I'm this stupid because I'll never get covered again anywhere, you know. Um, at least that was my nervous thinking at this point in time, you know. So the guy actually did have forgiveness for me on this, you know. And, uh, and so I said, all right, I, I, I will come back in a week, and I will pay you for your awning. I began to drive home, that is, to the Florida Renaissance Festival, and I realized my air conditioner was hanging off the side of my car. Oh, no. Um, so I basically, and there was no place where I could fit it inside the car, really, um, so I just junked my air conditioner by the side of the road, really. <sighs> you know? Not even thinking that there was any way to really repair it, you know, because it had knocked on. So I drove on home, and then it began to rain. Oh. Uh, so I did, I ripped up one of my rubber floor mats, and we did what all Rennies do. We repaired that shit with duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> In the moment, right? And, you know, and the air conditioner was right, kind of like, you know, on, uh, connected in, uh, towards the back of the house. And I put a rubber mat over the top of that, and I put duct tape over it. Well, it ended up being one of those rainy Renaissance Fair weekends, you know. Uh, and you know, and I had I had made this like rubber mat duct tape roof on my RV, uh, right in a very sensitive electrical area. Oh. I remember my friend Damien coming up and knocking on my door later on, saying, "Schwa, your house shocked me." Oh. I, I, one of the things that has always uh, been an absolute delight about sitting around the campfire with you, Schwa, is you can paint the best verbal pictures out there. Oh, man. Um, Do you have anything uh, on the books at this point for the year? Um, So, uh, I assume I'm doing Bristol. So, uh, you know... uh, so yeah, I'll be I'll be at Bristol and then uh, potentially New York. There've been no announcements as to whether New York will open. I know that Carolina is opening, so oh. so I oh, oh I may do Bristol, have a blip, and then do Carolina or do I typically do a month of New York between Bristol and Carolina, maybe uh, um, which may just be three weeks this year. I think because of shortened time issues, you know, and then. Uh, you know, and then it'll be winter after the longest winter of my life, right? You know, right. So. Well, everything's still Schrodinger's festivals right now, and like, <laughs> right. You know, although you know, I don't know. I think my travel luck, I think, is maybe a, uh, may, uh, taken a little bit uh, of a, of a turn for the positive lately. I have to say. Oh, so good. Well, you also have, you know. You also have a nice companion to travel with when you're right. Well, I, th- I, I think that all of her good juju has uh, has mixed with all of my chaos juju, you know, so that 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 it evens it out, you know. 
Um, so it's gone just from chaotic neutral to chaotic good? Yeah, yeah. That'd pretty much be a good, a good description of it if we're going to break our lives down into D&D &D alignments. Hey, look, yeah. you know, we've all got our thing. Yeah, it is our thing. <laughs> That's why I play white wolf games. Uh, no alignments required. <laughs> well played. Yeah, I mean, who knew that, you know, and, well, um, that that one cancellation would lead to eight or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So, you know. Um, so. I got my fingers crossed that, you know, the country can get it together. Right. To vaccinate and such enough that we feel safer opening up. And we can all go back to doing what we do. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be weird doing what I do, you know, masked. And then also yeah. being being conscious. I mean, I I I've prided myself off of of being incredibly intimate entertainment, and then you know, and now suddenly, uh, that's uh, that's a different that's a different world right now, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, so like right now is a is a point of 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 remembering and adapting, I guess, you know. So. Yeah. And I mean, so like your close-up magic is like so. I mean, I've just at New York Festival there was that kid who was practically climbing on top of you the one time that we were laughing about. You know, it's it's yeah. so close and up front. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's depressing. Um, <laughs> Schwa, if our dear listeners actually want to find you online, where would they go? Um. I am uh, somewhat of a line anomaly, but I do have uh, of a website covered in dust, and uh, and that's ravenandwiggins.com. You know, I never see those two in the same room at the same time. It's, it's odd. <laughs> well, exactly that because I have two characters that uh, I mean, I there there have been many different magical needs over the years, right? You know, um, you know, I've been a time to have a traveling professor. I've been a wicked clown. I've been an Arabian wizard, but the the personalities that have had the most staying power are the human ambassador, the fairies, and the raven. And so those are what my website are t is titled, and it's specifically about those two characters. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook if you want to be bold enough to do that, and um, just as Joshua Safford. Um, so those are, those are all I have as far as uh, internet connections. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ma. Uh, you're Thank welcome. You so much, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we'll do it again sometime. Yes. Excellent. Yes, with more stories. Yeah, no, we've got an email for people to uh, to message us. Yeah, and actually we have full social media now set up. Real fancy. So, yeah, we are fancy. All thanks um, to Nelly. Yeah, I'm still really bad at making websites, so I was... Uh, working on making our website and I copied a thing over. <laughs> I copied a thing over and it listed all of our guests as uh, our favorite recipes try with vegetables. <laughs> and that's what our guests came up as. So perfect. Um, perfect. Yeah, it took us it took us five episodes to resort to cannibalism and I respect that. Anyway. <laughs> Only five? <laughs> Only five episodes. <laughs> oh that's fun. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so what website should that should they go to there? If you are on social media, our Instagram and our Facebook are at GoAskAunty. 
Uh, we can also be found at goaskauntiepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, hit up g- uh, goaskauntie at gmail.com. Uh, we'd also like to send a special thank you to Telesma for letting us use their song Amor Fati. You can find them at bandcamp.com. Look up Telesma, T-E-L-E-S-M-A. Thank you, and, uh, yeah, sorry, um, trailed off there. <laughs> thank goodness for editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.